Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to take a plunge into the delightful abyss of absurdity. Welcome to the Daily Dump, with none other than the extraordinary presidential candidate themselves, Jasmine Sherman. This show is like the refreshing splash of reality we all need, served with a side of adult themes and language because, hey, who needs kid gloves when you're dealing with the world's problems? Broadcasting live from the whirlpool of chaos, we bring you the only candidate who knows how to tackle politics with a cheeky smile and a sprinkle of sarcasm. Jasmine Sherman, the individual who can turn a dumpster fire into a marvelous spectacle, is here to bring you the hottest news, the spiciest controversies, and the juiciest gossip that politics has to offer. Every Monday through Friday, we dive headfirst into the nonsense and nonsense-making decisions that take place on Capitol Hill. We explore the depths of political absurdity with our trusty guide, Jasmine, who believes that laughter is the best medicine, even for a democracy on life support. And let's not forget the time slots. The Daily Dump airs at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. We cover every corner of this great country because Jasmine's got something to say to all of you. It's like a synchronized national eye roll, but with a hint of admiration and a whole lot of sass. Now hold on to your hats, folks, because Jasmine Sherman is about to tackle the issues that make you question your faith in humanity. From politicians with questionable hairstyles to policies that make you wonder if they're just making it up as they go, the Daily Dump has it all. So whether you're a political junkie looking for a good laugh or just someone who wants to feel better about their life choices, tune into The Daily Dump with presidential candidate Jasmine Sherman. You'll laugh, you'll cry from laughing too hard, and you'll wonder why politics can't always be this entertaining. Good evening and welcome to The Daily Dump. My name is Jasmine Sherman, and this, I already said what this was. <laughs> I am running for president in 2024, and I, I want to tell you guys that as I go further into this process, that I am meeting visionaries. I want to tell you guys that I am getting an opportunity to encounter people from all walks of life with the goal of making things better. Uh, today was the very first day that I got to participate in the Green Party's annual convention. And I'm exhausted. It is it is really in-depth. They have a lot of different stages and a lot of different programs that go, go really in detail. Um, you really have to be paying attention. There is chat happening at the same time. And... Uh, it's just a learning experience. And then there's getting familiar with people and their comfortability with different technologies. For a lot of people, a digital convention is, like, still very new. Um, so I loved the way that they have been doing things. And I have had opportunities to speak um, and let people know, you know, we are here. We are interested in representing the Green Party on the federal stage. And it is going to be a long and fun, fair fight. Um, I was lucky that I didn't have to go by myself. I had a team of people with me um, that, like I said, it was just amazing. And so I'm extremely grateful to the people who work on this campaign. Um, a lot of 
a lot of people don't recognize that this the staff is built of regular people, people who um, think differently, people who are willing to push the envelope, right? And and one of the coolest things about it is because people that are here are actually passionate about what we're doing. Um, they're really usually knowledgeable on things that we are doing. And so I am grateful to the people who work on this campaign specifically um, for their knowledge, their expertise, and their patience. Um, and I'd also like to thank some of the Green Party staff that we got to encounter today for their professionalism and their knowledge and expertise. Now, I've babbled way longer than necessary, just rubbing in that I spent the first day at the National Convention having a blast. That's really all that was, rubbing it in, salt wound, here we go. <laughs> uh, but I do need to introduce some of the rest of the people. So do need to introduce some of the rest. That is a sentence I'm gonna practice in my head later. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself to God. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm the Happy Tyler. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Alex the Diplomat, and I too have witnessed a spectacular dumpster fire or two. Hi, I'm Travis. Uh, hi, I'm Story, the book. I'm Cody, the resident tree hugger. I love that. Um, and you can see it is big things, big groups of people tonight. So this this will be this will be a test on us to see if we can keep it keep it brief, <laughs> but still like touch on what we've got going on. Um, I. I don't even know every do you know how like you feel like every day gets worse and I know people are listening to the show and they're like how come you haven't talked about the indictments we haven't talked about Trump being indicted because everybody's talking about Trump being indicted that's the one piece of news that I'm confident that everybody has gotten uh, information on like almost as fast as Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith everyone knows Trump has been indicted this is the fourth time he's been indicted. And the way that he is martyring himself, you know, how he's, he's doing this for the American people, I think it's stirring the pot. I think it's, it's definitely dangerous. But more importantly, I think that this forces people to stop using Trump as the boogeyman. Pay attention to what Ron DeSantis has done in the state of Florida to see how people um, are responding to what's happening, right? Look at his his turnout. Look at like the fact that they're having to let staff go. For people who are like, oh, Ron DeSantis is gonna get in and he's worse, pay attention because that isn't the sentiment thus far. Um, but I do wanna hear some other people's opinions. Go ahead, uh, Takata, um, what's your thoughts on it? My thoughts is I'm I'm glad we are not um, covering Trump like that. Maybe if something huge huge comes out with him, but um, I'm I'm trumped out like literally. I'm so done. And you're right. Everybody's doing Trump, 
And I feel like with our platform, we need to push like the more pressing issues that we have been pushing to like continue trying to make people aware of literally the urgency and the severity of everything else that is going on. I had a conversation the other day with someone who was like, well, if Trump did it, then he should be arrested. And I was like, yeah, I agree with you. However, we pretty much already know what's going to happen. Like, he's he's one of the at the end of the day he's one of the crew he's like one of the he's he was in the club so what is he gonna go to club fed and you know sit spend the rest of his life by the pool i mean come on (laughs) our oceans are over 100 degrees but let's keep it moving so i'm glad we're not um, really covering trump like that alex there was a moment. There was a moment where, where uh, I, I was listening to to Takata speak, and and I'm I'm like, I think everything has been covered. I am very happy. We're not going. We're not. We, we could just say that we're happy. We're not covering it, and that's the end of the conversation because we don't need to continue continue about this. What what I what I really want want to be uh, focusing on is bringing people the good news about about all of the policies that be that that we've been working on and all of the 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 good news about this is not going to happen as long as we have a say we have a say in it and we're gonna make sure that in the future people will have a bigger say in how how these like proceedings happen and what should really be happening because we've got it all written down (laughs) So I will I will say that that was something that was like there were so many like dope moments um, during the during the convention where like I was up in them comments like somebody would say something I'd be like please check out this policy on universal basic income <laughs> please check out this policy on my tax plan please check out and then they were talking about agriculture and I was like god damn it we haven't voted we can't use it yet so I couldn't say the agriculture policy and I was just uh, like thinking about Kodiak like the whole time like I'm letting you down (laughs) (laughs) honestly my co-workers are tired of me bringing up a a, a policy every time every time that they they sit around the the, the table at break uh, they're they start talking about some controversial thing that that they saw in the news. I mean, I'm like, well, if you, I'm just saying, you could do something about that. Uh, ain't nothing ever gonna happen. Well, if you vote, vote for who? <laughs> well, now that you ask. <laughs> well, what do you think, Story? Uh, I think that uh, Trump is a distraction, and I think that. People can't um, say what's good about Biden if Trump isn't uh, in the conversation somehow. Because uh, the only thing that I can honestly say about Biden is he's better than Trump, right? That's the thing that people say about Biden in the positive. Um, I think it's really cool that you're at that convention. I think that um, getting the spotlight off of some of these, uh, like, corrupt and uh, entrenched politicians uh, 
and getting some like new young fresh life into the green party that we have ready answers we have great policies you know i i want to hear more about jasmine sherman that's what i think oh travis is away sneezing his heart out oh, oh no poor guy Kodiak? i think we have a policy for that too <laughs> Oh, did Kodiak leave their chair too? Oh. No. Oh. I'm still here. I'm just quiet. I'm waiting my turn patiently. It's your turn. <laughs> is it my turn? It is. Well, I, I, that's funny because I don't need to use it anyway because everyone else already said it more eloquently <laughs> than I might ever try to. Well, speak your mind anyways. I think, honestly, I'm tired of hearing news about shit I can't do shit about. Right? I want to hear news about things I can affect socially. Like Trump's indictment. Like, what do, what do I do about that? What do I do about that? You watch it and feel patriotic. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, like, I, wanna, I wish that news stations would cover more shit that I can actually help with. Because... It's at that point, I don't know, like I'm, I'm all about feeling informed and being informed and acting informed, but I think there's a balance. I, feel well, maybe, was... mm -hmm. I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, may I add? I was just going to say, I think that that's, that's hella solid about, about the being able to act on, on something because um just like i said in the in the break room at what are you gonna it's not like we could do anything about it well i mean that's not not to not to to, to be all like ooh, they're all in on it but they kind of really are the media does does have a tendency of feeding you information you can't you can't do nothing about or making you feel helpless in 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 it all you're just gonna have to watch from afar and pretend you're not part of it but uh in the last years even through throughout the 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 covid lockdown you've you could you could see how finances change how how the how the stock market was morphed completely completely turned up uh, uh, upside down by small groups of people that said no nah, i'm good so i mean my like, neighbors sorry no go ahead, go ahead. Tell me, no say yours my neighbors only wanted to barter and talk to each other when the stores were closed, when uh. COVID was in full force. I mean, it's still, it, I'm not trying to say COVID is gone, but COVID's when we were under gone. lockdown. Oh, cause I was gonna say the numbers are back on the rise. Like we're, we yeah, have... COVID's crazy. Wow. It's still an issue and it's just being ignored by the government cause we I... need workers, right? But my neighbors only wanted to interact with each other when we were in lockdown and now that i i try and talk to them i try and get bids for attention i even offer them free things literally just free things they don't want to talk to me <laughs> and i don't know if it's me or if it's the culture or both but i think too often People are comfortable going with the status quo. And then when 
they are made uncomfortable, for example, by lockdown, that is when they do the right thing. But as soon as they're able to go back to just doing whatever they want, they take that chance. And that's frustrating to me. Well, here's an opportunity that you can use to unite them, right? So mm-hmm. Mattel, the company that makes Barbie, has been getting a lot of press because there's literally a Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. A group has made a like a fake, they made a fake site. And they told Mm -hmm. people that Mattel was coming out with a non-plastic, biodegradable version of Barbie. And this, similar to what happened with, uh, please note, I'm not comparing a life-saving drug with Barbie. I'm not saying Barbie is life-saving. But do you remember when on Twitter they were selling the Verifieds and the people bought the pharmaceutical... um, company's low name and they lowered they eventually ended up lowering the prices so like at this point this is something that people could activate on mattel why aren't you making barbie out of Mm non-plastic material why aren't you making barbie biodegradable like we we have see like that's something to me that's funny to me because literally the production of bioplastic because we have multiple forms of it. They're all under patents though, unfortunately. But the production and the work that goes into creating the materials that make bioplastic are literally cheaper. It is literally cheaper to make bioplastic than it is to make regular plastic. But because of patents and because of the walls that we're putting around it, it's not more widespread. As soon as it was legally required in Seattle, suddenly it was way more affordable in Seattle to buy bioplastic. <laughs> suddenly, oh, oh, okay, it's cheaper than regular plastic. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Like now it's everywhere. Like, and if you go in Seattle and you ask for something made of plastic, plastic, like that's not a thing. No, I got a question though. The day that they, well. Did they actually try to take these people to court? Because, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they sent out cease and desist. They are pursuing action, right? They feel like their reputation was damaged. All right, so they did send a letter of of Purdy, please. I mean, they could... I I guess they're going to show up in court and be like, hey, this is misinformation. But, like, how is that... How is... uh, I don't know. I don't know how to how to piece these these words together. I I I don't see how they can how how Mattel could go out of their way and say, "Hey, this isn't fair." When megacorps like these are going out of their way to give to to get lobbyists to you know to speak to their designated ear, their designated listener, "Hey, you should do this. You should deregulate a little more, so we can keep in business." I mean, if you think about what's happening, though, right? Like, there was the woman who had an apartment uh, in Phoenix. It was, like, the 16th hottest day, and the temperature in her unit got to be 100 degrees. There's no AC, right? Like, when you hear stories like this, I'm like, yo, Mattel, why can't you make your Barbies out of something else, right? Because I'm not saying that our recycling efforts independently are not contributing to the greater overarching good, but we're not contributing to the 
the destruction of the environment like Mattel is by mm. refusing yeah. to make and the... Hit it. Go ahead, Kodiak. Not to be the bearer of bad news, but to be the bearer of bad news, most of the stuff that you recycle anyway, even if you do have a recycling bin doesn't end up getting recycled it ends up getting sold and then burned um and i believe there's a whole documentary on it you should still recycle because there is still a chance that it will get recycled but it is not always recycled this is i i can actually confirm that uh i i work in a in a place that 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 um that works closely with 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 trash and recycling like that on on a huge scale so so there are times there are times in in the week where where the 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 people who come who come through to pick up recycling they they themselves say hey we can't we can't pick up we can't take these other five dumpsters we've met our quota for the for the week mm-hmm so that they we get instructions to throw throw it all away in the in the trash basically sandy these these kinds of uh, of materials wind up in the same place just like you said yeah yep and while people if people can 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 bear to understand it and then we're going to go to commercial um travis had something to say oh i just wanted to bring up that mattel has no incentive to actually you know think of long-term environmental issues but at the same time they are pitching the mattel cinematic universe in which they hello it froze for me too travis they dropped off barbie's movie success they're gonna to... can you hear me it lagged yeah. for a second, so like if you could repeat the part about how they're going to be making a cinematic universe. Yeah, Mattel's going to do a cinematic universe of um, several different um, lines. I think Polly Pocket, Uno was on the list. I don't know how that's going to be played, made into a movie. But yeah, they they are um, trying to greenlight several different movie projects um, based off their products while not worrying about the environment which is going to kill us all if we're not careful and reminds us that there is still striking writers and striking actors go ahead to mm-hmm. really quickly before we get to commercial because i was flabbergasted like my chambers were the utmost of timbered to find out that they're burning stuff that's earmarked for recycling mm-hmm. because that's not okay so mm-hmm. apparently as of 2022 35 million tons of waste are burned annually. Doesn't that, like, isn't that bad? Like, isn't yeah. that bad? Okay. That's disgusting, and Middlebury, Vermont is underwater. Like, this, this whole thing, and Mattel can't make biodegradable dolls and i know people were like you go to one green party day convention and now you bitching about the environment look i've always bitched about the environment i'm a fat person so when i gotta walk somewhere i'm out in that environment a lot longer because i'm slow moving and i'm black so i live in neighborhoods that succumb to environmental racism and i'm short so we smell farts first and that's why co2 pisses me off like this has been a struggle my whole life 
But we'll be right back. We gotta go to commercial. <laughs> hey there, folks. Are you tired of the same old boring presidential campaigns? Well, let me introduce you to a breath of fresh air. The Jasmine Sherman for President 2024 campaign. Now, I know what you're thinking. Another politician? Yay. But hold your excitement, my friends, because Jasmine Sherman is here to shake things up. We've got a fabulous line of campaign merchandise that'll make you look cooler than a polar bear in sunglasses. Check out our t-shirts and sweatshirts designed for both supporters and detractors. Yes, that's right. We embrace all opinions, even the ones that make us question our life choices. But wait, there's more. We've got merchandise that celebrates workers united and striking in all industries. Show your support with our limited edition picket sign coffee mugs and solidarity-themed fanny packs. Because nothing says power to the people like accessorizing with a pinch of sass. Now here's the kicker. All funds raised from the merchandise go to pay our hardworking campaign staff. That's right, folks. You get to wear snazzy gear while helping us afford more office snacks and questionable campaign decisions. It's a win-win. So whether you're a true believer in the Jasmine Sherman movement or you're just looking for a conversation starter at your next awkward family gathering, head on over to our website and grab yourself some swag that'll make heads turn faster than a politician changing their stance on a controversial issue. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be part of history or at least have a great conversation piece. Jasmine Sherman for President 2024. Because sometimes you just need a little sarcasm and style in your political choices. And we are back. So, just to make sure people understand, um, I am under 40. It's my birthday month! And... Aw, snaps. Woo woo! And I will be on this rock for a lot longer than a lot of the other politicians out there. One of the things that did get talked about a lot today at the Green Party event was Cornel West. And Cornel West has been an inspiration. He's a leader. He's an innovator. He's over 70. You know what I'm saying? The same issues that we have with older people in government. He is, is still an older person in government. So I do look forward to getting to know really the what his platform looks like as he shapes it up. Um, and and I just and I look forward to the opportunity. Again, people can help me make sure that this is a reality by signing the petition on our website. Uh, we only needed 100 signatures to make sure that we get our official recognition from the Green Party. Um, so. I did have to throw that in there because it was right after the commercial. You know, I'm covering all my bases today, y'all. I have no choice. But before we went to break, we did talk about Vermont and the storms. And so I just wanted to touch on what is happening. Um, This is happening because there's a current storm that's going on. And it's like people are having to be evacuated. Now, luckily, you guys know Leah. They are on the show a lot. Their family is out and they're safe if you are concerned about Leah and their family. If you decide that you want to help Leah and their family replace anything that might have gotten damaged in the storm, please email us at officialaccount at fatsocialist.com and we will provide you with their information so you can support them. Uh, Because mutual aid, it starts with the people you know. 
And I know people feel like they don't have a lot to give, but it is these times when we really do need to dig deep because people who have renter's insurance, they're covered. People who have homeowner's insurance are covered. But unlike homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance, if you file a claim too many times, you lose it. And Vermont is already underwater. And for people who don't understand the gravity of insurance, look at states like Florida, where they're losing their homeowner's insurance because of all the weather, weather issues. Look at places like California. Look at the place like, hell, um, Alabama is about to be one of those states that are losing their insurance opportunities. So definitely, please, please consider mutual aid for people in your area and start setting it up now because you are, we have no idea what day uh, in the global boiling era it might be your community that needs mutual aid next. I sound all doomy and gloomy. I'm so sorry, y'all. I apologize. I didn't. I mean, it, it, it is kind of dire, though. It is gloom and doom. <coughs> We're straight up dystopian. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the other side of the planet is making movies about us. Remember that parody commercial, right? What oh, parody yeah. commercial? Wait, wait, wait. What parody commercial? The German, uh, it was a German um, commercial. Uh, they were like, feed, you know how we used to do those feed the hungry children? Mm-hmm. They Germany did that for us. Feed <gasps> our hungry kids. Like they, Are you serious? Yeah. And they, were, and they were showing white folks in the commercials. Did you see the Cosplay um, in Poland, people cosplay as Americans. Also, that's pretty funny. I and saw sad. that. I saw that too. But I thought that was like just an event one day because they were bored and it happened during COVID or something. Like I didn't know that was a real thing. Apparently, there are parties themed like that. Okay. Well, you know, uh, damn. But <laughs> I wanted to to ask did did we did we talk about did we talk about Phoenix? Cause they're going through 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 their own little little uh through their own natural disaster too. It's, you did mention it was hot as hell over there. Well, yeah. So oh, a, a heat wave. Yeah, cause that lady's apartment. I was telling you guys, it got to be over a hundred degrees, and she had no working AC. Right. So so I looked at the map. I was look I was looking at at Phoenix and how it's built, and I'm like, this is this is just Chicago. This is there's so much asphalt and concrete. Everything is has has reflective materials like glass or or metal that is probably pissing everybody off on their drive home. But there's so many things made of stone capable of, of absorbing a ton of heat. I'm just saying, if we implemented that environment and infrastructure policy, we wouldn't have to be dealing with this because we'd have more native foliage there more vertical gardens entire vertical forest within all of that everybody would have some natural air conditioning well so now that you've brought up ver- vertical forest uh vertical gardens uh kodiak or alex do you want to explain to people what that is because i know that i can visualize it and i'd like to try to say if you guys look at the background um kind of like what's going on in the background image here where the plants are part of the the building and the nature um just to give you a visual, but does anybody want to explain how they work or what they are? Yeah, so um, there are these levels in plants and botany called trophic levels. 
and it all depends on the average height of the plant and whether or not it climbs other structures. So vines are technically the seventh trophic level because they climb up all six levels. And there's different ways of categorizing these. It really depends on like what reference you're using. But what you want to do is you want to stack. You want to stack plants at different heights so that they're working cooperatively and saving space. And you can do this in multiple ways. Sometimes you can put like a vine, a vining plant on a stock plant, or you can put um, slanted pots in sort of like a fence or wall formation and you can fill up that wall. Um, it really depends on what materials you have, what kind of style of gardening you wanna do. There's a lot of options. And um, if you want help figuring that out, I can post my email, um, which is Kodiak at United and Fierce. And I will help you with that. If I don't know the answer, I will find someone who knows the answer because I am obsessed with plants and nature and gardening. Do you want to explain the seed program real quick? Yeah, so our campaign runs a free seed program. All you have to do is fill out a little application, which isn't even an application because everybody's automatically accepted. Um, everybody that is in the US, that is. Um, and we will send you free seeds based on what you request and they have to be food seeds. So they have to grow something that is technically edible. This does include some things that can also be used medicinally, like some flowers and herbs that are good for home medicine if you don't necessarily have access to pharmaceuticals. Um, so it, I believe the link is tinyurl.com slash unicornseeds. Yeah. You can find that on our Reddit as well. <laughs> um, That's so cool. <laughs> it's one of the cooler things that I think that we we got to, you know, we have going for us. One of the, and I am still talking about this damn convention, but that was something that we got to talk to people about today because they were like, well, do you have merch? And I was like, we have merch, but our merch is to compensate the people that work here. Ideally, what our campaign has been focusing on is helping people build community and mutual aid I think is more important to our campaign and the backbone of it than merch and I know that sounds crazy right but mutual aid you're able to give to the people that work here uh, via the PayPal link as well even if you're like I don't have money for a shirt or I don't have money for a fanny pack or cups um, it's mutual aid that's going to get us through this. It's mutual aid that's going to help us uh, be able to support the writers that are striking, support the people who are recently laid off in the tech industry. It's how we we band together as our resources are being depleted by the mega rich. Oh, man. I'm also, in... I want to say real quick, if you have a yard, or a terrace, or a window, or anything with access to light, or you have a place to plug in a sunlight lamp, find a local gardener. They will take care of it for you. Every single gardener I have ever met who really loves gardening, they always want more gardening space. They are always wanting to do more. So please offer your space to your neighbors if you don't know how to garden or don't want to garden. 
Takata, is there any chance? I saw you had your fist up, but I thought about like how like a revolutionary day and how the FDA is fucking up again. Is there any chance you want to go over that one? <laughs> Are you in the mood to oh share your thoughts okay, on that? Okay, so which, which one again? The birth control pills? You know it. That one. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we're on the topic of pharmaceuticals. How convenient that the birth control pills, the FDA has the warn of reduced effectiveness. I, I, I don't know. I find that, that that's like awfully convenient now that they, you know, Roe v. Wade is overturned. They're lowering, they're lowering the, um, the age for child marriage, which is disgusting in and of itself. But now we have birth control pills being recalled for reduced effectiveness and i mean it it could just be a coincidence but i just find it like an an odd coincidence but this is definitely sauce yeah so lupin pharmaceuticals which manufactures Thai demi notified customers on saturday that it was voluntarily recalling two batches of the oral contraceptive after one lot tested low for ascorbic acid um, and known and high for a known impurity. So a known impurity. So my question is, what does that mean? Does that mean somebody intentionally fucked up the birth control pills? I that would be my question. It could. It could also mean someone accidentally fucked, like they fucked a whole batch. You know what I mean? Like, but, like, but my question, story, because I was thinking the same thing. How big a batch is that that you fucked up that the FDA is testing it? And Ooh, then, someone's getting fired. And then think about this: we all of a sudden got the over the. Not all of a sudden. I know that they are releasing. We still don't know the price, but an over the counter birth control medicine. Uh, I, you know what that sounds like? Like when, when, when megacorps start uh, like diluting their products to sell in greater quantities. That's what I was they, thinking, Alex. They start adding filler. That's, like what, just, that's you, exactly oh. what I was thinking. Uh-huh. They, like, so combination. So on this segment of Conspiracy Theory Today, these are not things that we can prove. <laughs> these are not things that we are saying happen. But this is our segment for conspiracy theories. In this little segment, we want to point out a couple of things that have just happened. We do have an unpriced, over-the-counter birth control drug coming out. The FDA has recalled two drugs that are losing their effectiveness. And as our, our virtually re- resident scientist has pointed out, there's something messing with the formula. Maybe it was an accident. But I... Again, this is the conspiracy theory segment. I'm in line with Alex. I feel like someone... Now, this could have happened because uh, people who pick the herbs or the, the medicines are no longer available. There's a lot of striking going on, right? People are trying to be cheap and cut products. What are your conspiracy theories? It's safe. We're in a segment. No lawyers can get to us. I don't even know if it's actually conspiracy or not. It's like you can see, you can see with the results, and I'm not talking about just like the far, the the pharma industry. You you see it in other things. Like for example, 
I I do a lot of art, both traditional and and and, and digital. Uh, you could let's talk about crayons. Crayons, they sometimes like cheaper brands get away with with selling more of uh, 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 of their crayons because they're adding wax. They're adding a ton of like extra filler material to you know stretch it out. You get those cheap crayons, and you're like, yeah. oh, these, are not, these are not the good crayons, you know, mm-hmm. in the stocking or whatever. Awful. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what stops other other industries from? There's like, it, it, is there even a regulation to stop to to stop uh, <laughs> megacorps like like these from diluting their product in, in an attempt to get more more out of it, or can we just call it competitiveness within the econ- within the economy? I mean, we. They, I'm go sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm like, what? What scientists would do? Like, that's so dangerous. It's uh, like we already are people who use these um, birth control pills. A lot of those do come with side effects. Um, that. Like there's blood clots and different things um, that you're more prone to when you take certain birth control pills. So I'm just like, I'll, I'll just be glad when our health care is decommodified and, and, and we don't have to worry about like <laughs> our medicine being, being uh, tampered with for the sake of money. Cause I mean, I have two girls and I'm like, Ooh, that's right. Hey, you know what? Universal health care would stop that. Then there's no competition on any side. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm and saying. I'll be glad when, when, like, you know how they be like, when two kids are fighting and you're like, well, nobody gets it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we need to do with this, like, the Medicare, like, medical, um, healthcare, housing, all these things, nobody gets it. None of you get to profit off of it anymore. It's literally that. How, like, how, if you can't prove that we can trust you with this, then, then ha- hand it back. We'll so here's, here's part of the, the system of the conspiracy, right? Like, conspiracy get a, gets a bad name. Like, conspiracies are real things that happen. Like, that's an actual charge that people can be charged with. You know what I mean? And just because you theorize a conspiracy, like, conspiracy theory, is, a, is it, sometimes that just means, like, birds are fake. But, like, in in reality, that you can theorize about actual conspiracies pretty accurately if you just look at the data. Um, but in, in the science lab, as far as, like, which scientists would do that, they don't, um, it's so hierarchical and so controlled from this top-down system that the scientists, the actual people with degrees pouring chemicals, didn't make the formulas. The people that made the formulas got told to make them the way that they made them because that's their boss. So they get to shrug off accountability, you know, like, oh, I'm just following orders, Right. And just doing my job, I show up, I do work, I get paid, I go home, because they don't, they're not, they're not doing the research to get there. They're just pouring stuff into new stuff to make medicine, and they don't have 
anything beyond their hourly paycheck or their salary paycheck to worry about because we're so trapped in this capitalist system. Travis? Um, I have like a point, it's something I want to bring up about the FDA, but I was like, but it's like about Adderall instead. Does anyone want to talk about still mention birth control? I just wanted to like just mention the FDA is also the one that sets limits for how much um, Adderall can be um, produced, even though there is a shortage that's still affecting a lot of people. So, you know, it's kind of that's something that I just don't trust the system as a whole. And, you know, we're we're yeah. Like, I, I do provide this um, conspiracy a little just because I see how, like, they are saying they're they're not doing in my enough to, like, produce, you know, something that people need. So, yeah, this is sickening. That sounds like an artificial deficit. Mm-hmm. It really is. Intentional and created deficit. Ah, It's bullshit. It's bullshit either way, but we do need to, we're going to take a commercial and I want to go ahead and like trigger warning the rest of the show because the last two things that we have to talk about are a little bit more, um, you know, it makes you want to say fuck. So we'll be right Uh back. And if you can't handle this shit, take off. It's the, uh, should we, we should just like give the, the trigger warning or, or what is the trigger warning for violence or? Yes. Oh. Potential violence. Yeah. Okay. Hey there folks. Are you tired of the same old boring presidential campaigns? Well, let me introduce you to a breath of fresh air. The Jasmine Sherman for president 2024 campaign. Now, I know what you're thinking. Another politician? Yay. But hold your excitement, my friends, because Jasmine Sherman is here to shake things up. We've got a fabulous line of campaign merchandise that'll make you look cooler than a polar bear in sunglasses. Check out our t-shirts and sweatshirts designed for both supporters and detractors. Yes, that's right. We embrace all opinions, even the ones that make us question our life choices. But wait, there's more. We've got merchandise that celebrates workers united and striking in all industries. Show your support with our limited edition picket sign coffee mugs and solidarity-themed fanny packs. Because nothing says power to the people like accessorizing with a pinch of sass. Now here's the kicker. All funds raised from the merchandise go to pay our hard-working campaign staff. That's right, folks. You get to wear snazzy gear while helping us afford more office snacks and questionable campaign decisions. It's a win-win. So whether you're a true believer in the Jasmine Sherman movement or you're just looking for a conversation starter at your next awkward family gathering, head on over to our website and grab yourself some swag that'll make heads turn faster than a politician changing their stance on a controversial issue. Don't miss out on the opportunity to be part of history or at least have a great conversation piece. Jasmine Sherman for president 2024 because sometimes you just need a little sarcasm and style in your political choices and we are back um i'm gonna start with ethiopia first ethiopia so i 
let me go back. We told you, for anybody that doesn't know, Africa is a continent. It is not like the United States where you have North Carolina and California and New York. It's a continent. So when we talk about different places, like the other day we talked about Niger and how they had a coup and the military has taken over. That's a country with its own states and other territories and regions. It's its own thing. On that continent in another country is Ethiopia. And they are having violent unrest. So again, just to help our American education system, Ethiopia, another country, is having violent unrest as they attempt to disarm local fighters. Um, I'm sorry. I can continue if, you, could, if you'd like. I could, can speak on this topic. Could you? Yes. So, to get to, let's rewind and explain why there's violent unrest. Uh, yeah, they're trying to get rid of a uh, of a militia group, but that militia group exists because the majority of the people within Ethiopia can't trust the government. They don't feel like they can trust the government. So the whole this whole internal fight, which I'm not too, I'm I don't think we can call it a uh, yeah, any, any kind of civil war yet. Uh, but like on one side, the order gi- given by the leader there would remove par- paramilitaries and centralize their, their, their military into something national. They would wind up absorbing all of the, 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 the militias there, creating a single potential military police. This would cause splintered militias that protect individual regions to be to like I said to be absorbed into national military, but they feel like they lose their right to choice or their rights in general because they never really trusted the government anyway. Does that all sound familiar? Well, I guess what I what I'm what I'm getting at is that homeboy. Why I'm forgetting his name, Prime Minister. Deputy Prime Minister Temeke Mekonen, uh, I think he's having difficulty finding a solution for local and lesser situations. Because if you have police and military stationed at every single corner, right? Wait, you, you're going to need patrols uh, just uh, 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 actively looking for, is there something something wrong? Does somebody need help? But if they are military, could things escalate? So, so he's uh, what we can see is that he's having difficulty finding solutions for local and lesser situations, uh, and accidentally creating a hostile environment. That sounds a lot like the U.S. So, eh, one hand, abolish the police. The other, on the other hand, create a task force. Uh, maybe we could potentially make an example for others to 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 follow. Oh, what was that, Takara? I was just gonna say too to add context. The um, federal government um, some years ago enlisted a couple of militias mm-hmm. to help them with some militias that they weren't. So, like it's. You used this to to help quell the ones you didn't like. Now you want to suck us all. You know what I'm saying? 
So I can imagine they're like, oh, nah. <laughs> it was okay for us to be our own militia and we, we, we were helping you. But now, like, you want, you don't even want us to exist anymore. You want to just absorb us into you. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a, there's an, I, I think the, 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 the the word is overlaying or overarching pattern here that some kind of superpower affects a a, a, a a smaller country that's that smaller country becomes destabilized and starts fighting inside itself how many times haven't we already talked about what's going on in in in, in the middle east between several countries not just israel and palestine and this is this is our doing this is other superpowers doing uh it's it, it if we are if if we are the cause we need to set the example also too when i hear about conflicts like this and i don't see like the actual like i understand the fighting and this group wants this group to leave them alone but what i'm not hearing is what it, like what resources what money is at stake because like at the end of the day it's always something about resources or something mm-hmm. something has to be fueling all the all, all, all of this right. conflict so yeah i mean it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of different stuff depending on where you're looking um like if you if you're ever uh, you know, I just follow the language. If you want to know who colonized where, if they're speaking Dutch, if they're speaking French, if they're speaking Spanish, like, uh-huh. right, there's the colonial influence. We're speaking English, mm-hmm. right? Like these articles, they love to point out, oh, the human rights violations. Boy, they sing that so proudly every time. It's it's a different country. Oh, this group did a human rights violation. Like it's even in the background articles in this article. Oh, they they they've done this to people. They've done that to people. But what's the cause? What's the root? Like you're talking about symptoms, but there's there's something behind it that you're not saying. And that's what I'm 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 looking for. I. I, I started looking into this and I really didn't do the deep the the deep dive that I would like to to try to understand why the conflict is occurring. Um, I know Ethiopia like has never been colonized according to like the resources I found, but you know I, I mean I know that they've you know obviously had to have been um, affected deeply by you know a lot of stuff that's happened. Um, Weren't they here? Weren't they here in um? Didn't they come here and tell tell? Was it Ethiopia or Kenya? Because I remember that I was watching them on live, and they were like, "Leave us alone!" And they were in Washington. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves because I, I feel like they were here, and they were. I- they were complaining about America being involved in some bullshit. Oh, I. That was. Well, according to. No, no, that's not. I don't know. But uh, um, uh-huh. I, I do. Um, my, my opinion is 
always to be very cautious whenever looking into a foreign conflict such as this because I think there's there's a reason why people are fighting and we you know like that has to be understood and people are going to suffer so it's I don't think there's an easy solution at least that I see yeah yeah but uh, let me, luckily for uh, us I'll, our foreign okay, policy sorry. is posted no I just want people to know our foreign policy and how we would handle situations or what the role le- would look like for America is already on the website. Mm-hmm. The Tigray conflict, yep. The U.S. involvement in the Tigray conflict. They were here in 2021. They were here in 2022 in Washington, D.C., telling us, to can we please stay out of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you beat me to it. It's... Uh... Uh, some some of the conflict there was produced by uh, terrible, terrible policies, um, archaic policies at, at times. Mainly because of its, uh, it's, it's re it's been leaning hard towards nationalism, or is nationalism for a very long time because for for a huge chunk of their history they were ruled by a military regime so i think i i think i see i think i see why 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 people can become so 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 distrustful of, of the government when the government was the, well, was the one you know crushing them in the in the first place now the government's mad saying hey hold on hold on y'all can't protect yourselves that ain't right and of course and of course, just like you see in the Middle East, where in the beginning, some rebellions and and visionaries wake up and try to try to do something about it, the following generations may not encapsulate everything that it used to mean, and it and 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 there's there's usually there's there's usually that that fifty fifty of no don't take don't take that as actual data. But that, but I feel that there's usually that fifty-fifty that it may turn into a, a extremism to get the point across, because the government is much, much bigger compared to those militias. Um. So the last part that we need to cover is an update of what happened in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is triggering for me because the first time I got shot, it was by the police. Um, but two black men were assaulted by the police. They abused these gentlemen. They made them, they did lewd things with the firearm and even shot someone in the face. Uh, can someone else explain? I'm sorry, I just... Yeah, I can re- I can read it. Um, this is very graphic. Um, just one more trigger warning. Just giving you a few minutes to excuse yourself, a few seconds to excuse yourself. This is a very graphic uh, situation. And the officers, um, according to the article, Mississippi. And, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so six white former law enforcement officers in Mississippi who called themselves the Goon Squad squad, pleaded guilty 
Thursday to a racist assault on two black men in a home raid ended with the officer shooting one man in the mouth. The officers entered the house without a warrant on January 24th, assaulting the men with a sex toy and using stun guns and other objects to abuse them over roughly a 90 minute period. And then they had the mock, mock execution and one of them was shot in the face, in the mouth. And that's why we have capital punishment in our uh, reformative justice policy. What, what were their names of the victims? Their names... Um, Are they not listed? Yeah, they're... Michael Jenkins and Eddie Parker. Yeah, it's further down. Michael Jenkins and Eddie Terrell Parker. They're, they're seeking $400 million in damages. Damn right. Broke his jaw. Firing the... Did they survive? They, they did. But... Yeah. Wow. One of the officers, let's see, it says here... Um, Three of them also pled guilty for a separate incident. Prosecutors said that on December 4th, one of them beat a white man, used a a taser on him, fired a gun near his head to coerce a confession. Many of it, uh, along the uh, this this article, it, it does it does mention that a lot of these uh, these officers did get charged. They did plead guilty to to to, to the uh, to state charges, um, and they will be sentenced. They already got the numbers out, but they'll be sentenced in mid mid November. Yeah, the all of these people are going up. Uh, uh, their sentences are going up from 80, 80 plus years and up. Almost all of them in, in the 1.5 millions and up. But uh, they have they have a way to bail. There are there are other people who are often innocent or get into in, into situations that are that shouldn't that that could have been de-escalated and they're 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 offered life. Here's my thing. What I want to hear next is you you have to go through all of these cases, all of the cases where these, these people were arresting officers. And mm-hmm. that's the thing I don't hear because, okay, if this is like that, well, under a Sherman administration, the whole thing is going to be abolished anyway. Mm-hmm. But talk about like this, like it's an isolated in this, um, incident and like, it's not it's it was six of them three of like there's prior incidents so now literally that whole precinct that whole station that city they they need to like go through that with a fine tooth comb and find and dig up the dirt Mm -hmm. because we know it's there so who's gonna do that though they're in on it right i was actually gonna add on to that go ahead they benefit from the people being afraid of the police yes 
because it grants them power. Even if they're not directly involved with that incident, they have no. power because who here? I'm talking about an outside agency. Needs an to come outside with. agency? When we, when we are they, when it's the Jasmine Sherman administration, we're going to be able to go through this with a fine tooth comb. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Well, not we, I won't be doing it, but some lawyer that we trust to hire to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I may, uh, it's like the idea of, of having, having a, like, like a task force on a more local, local level like this. I mean, the policy's up on the, on the website, but the idea is we really, really don't need a separate paramilitary in every town with its own rules, its own its own gangs within within that paramilitary, its own customs or and or traditions that are Bias. most likely uh, biases that are most likely rooted in racist history. I mean, I'm glad they're they've been charged with with the crimes that they committed, but like. At the end of the day, real justice would have been this not happening at all. And instead, all of the departments across uh, across the entire hell, the city, the state, uh, let's go across across the entire country. We got to uh, they until until uh, Jasmine is up is up there saying what will happen. There has to be auditing. Otherwise. Yeah we're going to continue seeing what's already been on the news for the last three years. It's like this one big game of whack-a-mole. Mm. You pop it there and it pops up somewhere else. You pop mm -hmm. it there and it pops up somewhere it's, else. Yeah, like, it's probably because they move them away. Rip the lid off. Tear the freaking gopher out of the thing and just unplug the machine. Like, it's time to stop it. Yeah, that actually that actually uh, uh, ties into, into how they get... The, uh, Police sometimes or very often will get fired from one department and they go two towns over and, and get hired there instead. And there's no like record that gets passed on as like, hey, this person has 37 allegations or, or whatnot uh, against them. There's no, I mean, I don't get it. Like, sound that you you could work at a fast food and 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 that fast food can ruin your entire your entire. Uh, resume resume for the re the for the next two to three months because they'll talk to the, to the other fast foods ar ar around there's like don't hire this person they're terrible at their job but of course i think jasmine may have mentioned this thrice or four times over they're unionized it's never going to happen they're going to cover it themselves they're unionized for all the wrong reasons does that mean that is like uh, uh, we support unions, but the center image is police, and it says not you. Mm -hmm. Exactly, not you. You don't deserve this. You don't need this. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. And with that, I can't think of a better way to end the show. Uh, it has been a long ass day for me and I get to do it all over again and for the rest of the weekend. I wanna thank every single person that came on tonight. I love it when we have um, a full studio. Uh, you guys rock. All right, let me sign us up. Thank you everyone. <laughs>
night. It's time to wrap up another thought-provoking episode of the Daily Dump Podcast. But before we go, I want to share some important information with you. Firstly, I want to bring your attention to an issue that deserves our utmost concern. Did you know that the United States has one of the highest numbers of missing persons in the world? According to the National Crime Information Center, in 2021 alone, a staggering 521,705 individuals were reported missing. Even more alarming is that 93,718 of them remain actively missing as we enter 2022. The reasons behind this high number are complex. But it's important to acknowledge that the United States' large population and its law enforcement agency's dedication to finding missing individuals contribute to this statistic. We must continue to support efforts to locate and bring closure to those affected by these disappearances. If you have any information about a missing person or want to report someone missing, we encourage you to reach out to us. You can email us at officialaccount at fatsocialist.com. We are here to listen, support, and share any relevant information with our community. Remember, your voice matters, and together we can make a difference. Stay connected with us on all our social media platforms for updates, discussions, and ways you can get involved. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and more. As we conclude, I want to remind you about another exciting initiative on the horizon. Jasmine Sherman for President 2024. With their dedication to progressive values and their vision for a brighter future, Jasmine Sherman is a candidate worth supporting. Check out their campaign website and social media channels to learn more about their policies and how you can contribute to their campaign. Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Dump podcast today. Stay informed, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay safe. Remember to love one another, cherish those around you, and let's continue to make this world a better place for everyone. Until next time, peace, love, and hair grease. Vote Sherman in 2024.